When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. Last year, USDA announced historic investments to support farmer-led projects to fight climate change. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. Organic Valley was one of the 16 projects in Wisconsin to get money. The cooperative got $25 million for its carbon insetting program. The money will help farmers establish new practices to reduce greenhouse gas emissions. Wade Miller is the vice president of Farm Resources and Sustainability with Organic Valley. It's his job to help their member farmers make money on conservation. He has an update on how the program has worked so far and where it's going. If we want to farm in a certain way or if if the world wants us to farm in an, in an improved way, there needs to be an economic model that works for farmers as businessmen and women to pay them for their, for their additional efforts. We're all about the premiums. We have worked with our farms to look at how they farm, what their practices are, what they what they love to do, and we've we've measured those practices and determined that many of them contribute to a lower carbon footprint. And mainly they're natural practices. So some of the things that really give us a lower carbon footprint are grazing excellence, feed self-sufficiency. We have a lot of farms and areas that, that raise their own feed. Organic Valley has already established that its carbon footprint is below average or, or relatively low. But you've set goals to reduce that to, to net zero by 2050. So we're doubling down on those practices. Manure management is a big one. We're developing protocols for all of these practices. Uh, we probably have 25 practices or so on the books. They're all voluntary practices. They're all things that our farmers already know something about and that organic farmers resonate with. We're not asking people to do things they don't believe in. And so we're working with science to to develop the specific protocols that need to be followed in each of these practices and the way the impacts will be measured over time and the tools that will be used to measure them. There's an industry, third-party validation that's out there that is aware of all the evolving and, and, and written carbon rules and how all of this stuff needs to be done so that it is according to Hoyle, right? We're not trying to, trying to uh, do any smoke screens or anything like that. So we will submit our protocols to these validators. They will look at them. They will say, yes, if you do this, this, and this, this way, you measure it this way, and you get these results, we will give it the stamp of approval that you have made these impacts on the earth. And then that um, that carbon inset, we do insetting, it's measured in a metric ton of CO2 equivalent, and that has a value, and we've paid the farmer for that, and we will turn around and take that to the market as a component of our products and ask the market to, uh, to pay for it and pass the money back to the farmers. So we're, we're priming the pump with this USDA grant, but the long-term objective is to have people like you be able to select our product off the shelf and know that you're making a positive impact on the earth. Who's demanding that? Is Organic Valley's customers asking for it? Either you know your international exports or other companies or even just the consumer in the grocery store? We have a three-legged stool at Organic Valley. We sell branded product to consumers, and we know that consumers are interested in climate-smart practices, and we will evolve their understanding 
and communicate the work that we're doing to them to enhance our brand. We also sell private label, so we could sell milk and someone could put it in their own uh, brand at their store or whatever. And we also sell ingredients. And both those other two legs, the private label and the ingredients, these folks are looking to buy products that have a low carbon footprint because they perhaps have made a claim that their company wants to be at a certain place at some point in time in the future. And they know the only way they're going to get there is if they have a tie through to the farmers that are actually producing the products at source because really the, the largest impacts on the earth occur there, not in the transportation and the processing, but in the production on the farm. Again, which is why Organic Valley is offering basically a cash incentive to their member farms to to reduce the carbon footprint of the whole supply chain. So folks are willing to pay for it, though, because it is going to value add to the product. There's going to be another premium there. Sure, sure. If you think about it, if you think about it historically, you know, there was a time when milk was milk, right? But through science and technology, now we're not buying and selling milk. We're buying and selling fat and protein and other solids. And there are premiums for those components, right? If you can make more fat, you can get more money for it. If you can make more protein, you can get more money for it. Same with quality. If your if your milk is cleaner, you can get a, a premium. So this is no different. This is just we are now developing the science and technology to understand the carbon component of milk, right? And we can put a value on that. If you can measure it, you can sell it, you can value it. And so that's that's really where we're at is is um, developing the science and technology to really feel completely strong about knowing what the carbon impact of that milk is. And that's why I call it a component of milk. It's, it's no different than all of these technologies for the last 150 years that have changed how we think about milk or any other product for that matter. And Wade, you said it's not uh, something that's happening in the future because it's happening right now. Organizations such as Organic Valley are trying to stay ahead of that. How many projects, how many farms can we expect to be a part of this in 2023? Well, everything is a sort of a, um, our program is voluntary. And when we put this together, we had to figure out, well, how many how many people do we have to work on this? How many farms do we think will volunteer? And how fast do we need to go to meet our long-term objectives? So I think we set some pretty conservative estimates. We're looking for 13,000 metric tons next year, probably two, 300 farm projects, right? But when we talk to our farmers, they're like, is that all? You know, which tells me we may have a lot of uptake on the farm side. And if we do, that means we will just be able to move quicker to do more projects, make more insets, take those to the market. Because, by the way, we also have folks who are wanting these insets. I don't think we'll have any shortage of people wanting to make them, and I don't think we'll have any shortage of people wanting to buy them. So I have hopes that our our projections that we put together for the grant are going to be uh, easily beaten. And the 24 pilot projects that you did in 2022, uh, were they all successful? Were they, were they all in Wisconsin? No, they weren't all in Wisconsin. No, we're, we're coast to coast. Uh, so we had a lot of agroforestry out in Pennsylvania. 
we had some uh, manure separation out on the west coast. I would say they were successfully implemented, and now we are we've made offers of payments to the farmers, and we are developing the contracts. What we're learning is every time you do something for the first time, it takes a lot longer than you thought it was going to, and there are a lot of questions that need to be answered. So this whole industry is very uh, is very new. It's going to have a big impact, but um, we like to be leaders. We like to be innovators. So the whole the whole point of the pilot project was until you walk this thing out, you don't really think of all the all the things you need to put more thought into. We're chatting with Wade Miller. He's the Vice President of Farm Resources and Sustainability with Organic Valley, and he's overall optimistic about their carbon insetting program into the new year. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.